It's time for the Deuce with Jimmy Chavez on 1620 The Zone. All the headlines you need in two minutes or less. The Creighton women made it five in a row last night, beating Seton Hall 77-64. For the third consecutive season, the Jays sweep the regular season series over the Pirates. Emma Ronsick leads them with 21 points. Lauren Jensen scored 17. Emma Saunders added 14. The Jays out-rebounded Seton Hall 36-21. Don't look now. They improved to 17-6 overall, 11-4 in the Big East. They're back home Sunday at noon to host Xavier. It'll be the annual pink-out game at Sokol. So things going very well for the Fighting Flans. Former Creighton baseball player Mark Hankles, along with his wife Deborah, has endowed the first baseman position, establishing a scholarship for Creighton baseball players. It makes Mark the first former athlete to endow a position at Creighton. The first first baseman to be awarded said scholarship is junior Kobe Canales, who transferred to Creighton this academic year. Uh, this story is just weird. Aaron Rodgers hopes the darkness will help him see the light about his future. The Green Bay Packers quarterback, for now, said Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show that he will embark on a four-day, four-night darkness retreat soon after the Super Bowl on Sunday. He says, I've got a pretty cool opportunity to do a little self-reflection and some isolation, and then after that, I feel like I'll be a lot closer to a final, final decision. It gets better. He said last summer that he had taken part in ayahuasca ceremonies that can produce hallucinations similar to the drug DMT. He said the darkness retreat does not include the use of ayahuasca. It's just sitting in isolation, meditation, dealing with your thoughts. It stimulates DMT, so there can be some hallucinations in there, but it's just kind of sitting in silence, which most of us never do. We rarely even turn our phone off or put the blinds down to sleep in darkness. He's really looking forward to it. Sounds like Alcatraz uh, fantasy camp that he's going to. I know he got crushed yesterday. <laughs> I will say this about Aaron Rodgers. And and he thinks a little bit differently than yours truly. <laughs> I, I'll give him this. For his unorthodox desires... <laughs> For him to speak openly, eh, good on you. Yeah. Because you know what? If he lived back in the 80s and he was saying this stuff, he would be embraced more because we would call him, wow, that's a unique guy. That's a character of the NFL. Yeah. Now in 2022, 2023, we immediately go, that guy's a weirdo. He's a wackadoo. I had to read the story a second time just to be like, huh. Well, it just made me think, you know, as he says there, um, you know, people rarely do uh, what he was talking about. He he isn't. And then I started thinking about my own personal self. Like, could how long could I go in just total darkness without any connection? Outside well, of my own being. Have either one of you guys ever in your lifetime done a visual deprivation? No. Mm-mm. Okay, so it did it once. Okay. It takes you some places which can be very uncomfortable. Um, I've never heard of something like this. Yeah. Well, and I know a lot of people, especially um, anybody who, you know, is Catholic. I know they have a lot of silent retreats. And it probably goes beyond just what being Catholic, to too. 
<laughs> I'm not trying to say anything. You do the mar- before you get married. You got to go on that little retreat. Yeah, yeah. so th- yeah. they do offer that before you get married. When you go to like marriage prep classes, like oh, you can yeah. do, a, you can do a, a men's weekend. It's a silent retreat, or and and again, I think it, this isn't just you know exclusive to Catholics, but I know a c- couple friends of mine that have that do a silent retreat every yeah. year, and they swear by it. And it is, it, you know, it's exactly kind of, other than just being isolated in a dark, like, cabin with nothing. I mean, it's, there's zero technology. There's nothing but conversation and, and Mother Nature. That's I mean, it. I think oh. it would be easier just to go, like, four days and just turn off your phone. Yeah. Not watch TV, just hang out at your house. I think that would, for me, that would be a little bit easier. Yeah. Then I could go get my own food. I don't need to have it pass through a, a, a slot. <laughs> uh, but here would be the right. best part of this story of... And again, I, I'm Aaron Rodgers speaking openly. Yeah, people are like, eh, "Okay, I'm 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 good." That 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 I takes, find that it takes interesting. Okay, and he's definitely an interesting person that only has one Super Bowl title. And but this would be the best. That when he goes on this four day getaway, that's when the Packers trade him. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, hey, let's do this when he he has no contact whatsoever. So then the first thing when he turns his phone on is um, a lot of a lot of messages. From the Pratt, the Packers front office in Thompson. Uh, my uh, so being Goose. being Catholic, wife was Catholic. Uh, we had to do the whole, you know, you go and you meet the priest, yep. and then you, then then we did. Did we do a retreat? We uh, I think we did a like a one day thing, but yeah, I got off to a bad start. So you go and you meet the and and the priest was Father Toner, and yep. he has uh, since passed in Fort Myers and. Uh, he w- he was great. He mm-hmm. he uh, let me be a lector. <clears throat> nice. Just shout out to my local church here that won't let me be a lector because because they're not sure I have experience. I do. 20, I always wonder twenty hours of radio. Speaking, I, I, you know, I uh, always wondered that. My wife even said once, like, you should do that. You should do readings. Like, I don't know. I Over twenty years in broadcasting. No, um, that's, um, that's beside the point. But I but I I still donate. Uh, we were sitting, we were sitting <laughs> in front of Father Toner, and you know he's getting to know you. You know we don't, we were new to the area, so we mm-hmm. were joining that church. And um, he goes through the normal questions, just kind of to get to know you. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Now, what's your living situation?" Yeah. Oh. And I said, "We live together." Yep. And the look on her face was like, "Oh." No. So it it got awkward for a little bit. Yep. Same thing here. And we leave. And she started reading me the riot act. And I go, you think I'm going to lie to a priest right right in front of me? Fair. I go, I, I had to tell the truth. No, good for she, you. She goes, well, did you, did you see his reaction and how his tone changed and what we had to do? And I'm like, we're saving rent. <laughs> so, so It's an economical decision. So we went to this one day, half day retreat thing. And that was brought up. Yeah. And I'm like. Come on, man. We're saving on utilities. <laughs> we found a place that we like. It, it's, it, That's it's why a, we did it. It's a very similar situation that my wife and I had, too. And I wasn't Catholic at the time. Now, this, I, and to be fully transparent, I was never like nudged into it. Like, you, you need to if you're going to marry my daughter type thing with the father-in-law. They, were, they could care less whatever I did. And our relationship with our priest and the parish that we belong to was one that I really liked. So I'm like, you know what? I, I, I want to do this, but that's beside the point. But yeah, going through that, when the living situation got brought yeah. up, 
And we went in anticipating that question, and we decided, yeah, we're we're just going to be completely forthright on that. And the tone did change a little bit, but you could also tell that it was one of those questions where he knows the majority of the answers are going to be what you and I would have said. Yeah, they're testing you to, they, to they lie are. to the priest. I feel like they are, and it does sort of sort of change it and he he kind of went on and didn't break stride but kind of went on and said you know and i would uh, i would encourage you to to sleep in separate beds if if you know if that is the case but it wasn't like i didn't feel like scolded i didn't feel like i was shunned or i was not worthy of marriage in this church because of that so i appreciated that and then yeah we did the class where we had the option of either doing the silent retreat or i think it was a friday night and then like saturday morning uh, class with other people that were going through uh, marriage prep and oh it was a a litany of things where there were moments yeah. it was very uncomfortable yeah and then we also had a couple sweetest couple that then kind of guide you along the way in like yeah. more marriage prep yeah we had the woolers man yeah. i'm glad i didn't have to do any of this this is this well it might be terrifying. easier to do what aaron Rodgers is doing yeah again the aaron Rodgers thing sounds like fantasy camp at alcatraz <laughs> well and i wonder which i wonder if they have because <laughs> you can still tour alcatraz yeah, yeah. But we're just a, we're just out in san francisco in september they, should they have a fantasy camp at alcatraz they should like but you, b you know how much money you could probably get for that Sure, they're not hurting for funds over there. Sean Connery narrate the intro. Sean Connery. Uh, Brandon Vogel is uh, coming up at eight thirty. Scott Chanley stops by at nine. Uh, Kevin Harlan is in at uh, nine thirty. I'm trying to now. I'm uh, now I'm being detective here on why the Creighton Seton Hall game has been taken off the board at a couple of major sports books in Vegas. So Dre Davis, who is a sixth man who averages about nine points a game, has been out the last couple of games with an ankle. Mm. I don't know if that would take it off the yeah, board. That, bring it. Yeah. Uh, there, I wonder if there's another injury. I, I don't think it's on Creighton's side. But at FanDuel, it's four and a half. Just something to ponder. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe that's a game time decision. Maybe uh, text Bishop, see if he's up, see if he can ask. Does it pop back up on the board later? Vegas always knows. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I know. That's the thing. There are no injuries to speak of for Nebraska-Michigan, which is 11 and a half across the Well, no game. current injuries. Yeah. Uh, no, that would, uh, everybody think everybody is uh, good to go <laughs> until an hour before tip off. We find out that, uh, Sam Hoiberg is not going to be playing tonight. That actually on this game, I think would be a loss. That would be, that would not be good for Nebraska. No. Uh, Ken Palm, by the way, has uh, Nebraska's record at 14 and 17. So that would have they Nebraska right. going three and four in their last seven. That's not bad, man. Yeah. Maryland. 20 losses. Okay. So Minnesota's on the schedule. Wisconsin. They get over the vid. Maybe. Uh, Maryland doesn't play well on the road. Look mm-hmm. at them last night against Michigan State. Because so uh, Ken Palm has them 14 and 17, which would avoid the fourth straight 20 loss season. Because outside Hoiberg. of the obvious, Minnesota, Wisconsin would be your next higher probability. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, good lineup the rest of the uh, way. Uh, when we come back, so LeBron last night set the all time scoring record on a bad Laker team. Seems to make sense, right? I'll explain. It's mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone.